0: Genesis Genesis chapter 39 and we'll continue our story of Joseph from verse 20. Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. Okay. And then it came to pass after these things that the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt offended their lord the king of Egypt and Pharaoh was angry with these two officers the chief butler and the chief baker so he put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the prison the place where Joseph was confined and the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them and he served them so they were in custody for a while then the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt who are confined in the prison had a dream both of them each man's dream in one night and each man's dream with its own interpretation. And Joseph came in to them in the morning and looked at them and saw that they were sad. So he asked Pharaoh's officers who were with him in the custody of his Lord's house saying, why do you look so sad today? And they said to him, we each have had a dream and there is no interpreter of it. So Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God? Tell them to me, please. Then the chief butler told his dream to Joseph and said to him, Behold, in my dream, a vine was before me, and in the vine were three branches. It was as though it budded, its blossoms shot forth, and its clusters brought forth ripe grapes. Then Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup and placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. Joseph said to him, Oh, this is the interpretation of it. The three branches are three days. Now, within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your place. And you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand according to the former manner when you were his butler. But remember me when it is well with you. And please show kindness to me. Make mention of me to Pharaoh and get me out of this house. For indeed, I was stolen away from the land of the Hebrews. And also, I have done nothing here that should put me into the dungeon. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said to Joseph, I also was in my dream and there were three white baskets on my head. In the uppermost basket were all kinds of big goods for Pharaoh and the birds ate them out of the basket on my head. So Joseph answered and said, this is the interpretation of it. The three baskets are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift off your head from you and hang you on a tree and the birds will eat your flesh from you. Now it came to pass on the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, that he made a feast for all his servants and he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. Then he restored the chief butler to his butlership again and he placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand, but he hanged the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet the chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgotten. Okay, remember our journey is that Remember, we, we, we are looking from the theme that we began the year with, that we are going on a journey with God. And on this journey, the objective of God is to conform us to the image of his son, Jesus Christ, Romans 8.29. And we said that along that journey, we will develop, each of us will develop our toolbox. And we started to look at the different tools that God would help us to develop within our toolbox. And we are lighted upon the will of God as being a chief tool that God wants each of us to understand, to, to embrace, because it is really the prison and, the, and it is what gives everything that we do as Christians perspective, the will of God. Remember that I mentioned that everything, the power of God, the resources of God, the grace of God, all flow in and flow from the will of God. Everything works with the will of God. And so as Christians on this journey, what we are trying to do is to develop ourselves in understanding the will of God. And when we look at the Bible, you know, the Apostle Paul, it was, that told us in First Corinthians 10, I think verse 11, he says, now all these things happen to them as examples and they were written for our own admi- admonition, upon whom the ends of the ages have come. So when we look at the Bible, the Bi- uh, doctor has been telling us that we're not studying the Bible to know the Bible, have Bible knowledge, and become puffed up. But We are studying the Bible to know God, the God of the Bible, to understand his ways. In discerning the will of God, we can see from the story of Joseph, which we're probably all familiar with, and Understanding it as we do, let us now try to interpret what happened to Joseph in line with what we now know was the will of God. So here is Joseph. He lands himself in prison by refusing to sleep with Potiphar's wife, an act of righteousness. Most of us would be so upset if it was to happen to us. You know, when we do what is right and we suffer for it, and yet the apostle Peter tells us that if we suffer for doing good, that we should be happy because then we're following in the footsteps of our Lord and our savior, Jesus Christ. So Joseph ends up in prison. And just to show us, the Bible is teaching us. It says that God was with him. I mean, an easy question is what is God doing in prison? But it seems like that is where we can look back now and with the benefit of hindsight and a full understanding of the whole story, we can understand that. At least one thing we know, God did not want Joseph to leave Can to leave Egypt. Because the Bible says, first of all, God was with him. So even in the midst of his misery and the miserable treatment, he was receiving visible and physical, tangible favor from God. It was obvious that God was with him that in prison, he was promoted. Who gets promoted in prison? To the point where the Bible says that the person who was the controller general of the prison put everything in his charge. And just like Potiphar, he said, he did not even look at what Joseph, had, that if anything happened in verse, in verse uh, uh, chapter 39, verse 22 says, and the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's and all the prisoners who were in the prison whatever they did there it was joseph's doing the keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under joseph's authority because the lord was with him and whatever he did in prison the lord made it prosper so that we can draw parallels when we're going through tough seasons in our lives every once in a while it's like god adds a cube of sugar to our tea it's not as bitter you know, we're going through a hard time, but even in the middle of that hard time, we still have cubes of sugar. You know, still we, can still we can still discern the favor of God. We cannot be so bent on having our way that we can't see when God is encouraging us in our situation. Refusing to take us out of the situation, but encouraging us inside of it. I don't know how many of us can, can relate to that. I have been in a long ordeal. You know, where I was involved in a, a court case that lasted almost 11 years. And it was such that I almost, I couldn't do anything else. But in the midst of it, I received encouragement. Whether it was encouraging words of prophecy that was sent to me by friends, And, you know, all things happened. You know, I would pray about things. I would receive answers to prayers, you know. So you know that God is hearing prayer. But on this particular matter, nothing is moving. Remember what you're trying to do is to discern the will of God. As we look at it in the life of Joseph, we're able to relate it to our lives. When we find ourselves in situations which seem intractable, and yet we know that God is with us. Let's stop being perplexed. The kind of perplexion that leads, leads to depression. we well, It looks like nothing is moving. And yet you know that God is with you. He's showing you. There are little signs here and there. Your needs are being met. Yes, you're living from hand to mouth, but your needs are being met. Each each meal is a testimony. Each testimony. You know, you are able to rejoice until you think about this big thing again that's hanging on your neck. And so it was. Here in Joseph, in, in, in prison, Joseph, was in charge of vips and he was able to interpret dreams with accuracy with accuracy before he got to prison the story we had read about joseph was such that he was having dreams and telling dreams he was not interpreting them but by the time he was in prison it seemed like his skill that talent that gift was no longer a dreamer of dreams but now he became he was he was his skills as an interpreter of, of dreams. So we see that even when we're going through rough times, there are th- things apart from patience that God is developing in us. There are skills that only in later years we will find that had we not learned them, we will not be, have been prepared for what God had prepared for us. So he interprets dreams. You know, the, I'm going to stop at just the last verse. You know, No, no, well, before then, when Joseph interpreted the first dream, look at what he said. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your place, and you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand according to the former manner where you were his butler. Then in verse 14, he says, but remember me when it is well with you, and please show kindness to me, make mention of me to Pharaoh, and get me out of this house. For indeed, I was stolen away. I was kidnapped from the land of the Hebrews. And also, I have done nothing here that they should put me into the dungeon. So, when you now look at the last verse, verse 23 says, yet the chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. You know, before you start getting upset with the chief butler, if we interpret it in the light of the will of God. If the chief butler who was equivalent of, of uh, Nehemiah had spoken to Pharaoh about Joseph, what, would, what do you think would have happened? They would have released him and the chief butler the chief butler would probably have given him horses and some money and he would have found his way back home and he would have been completely out of his destiny. So even the forgetting we can now interpret it within the context of the will of God that God allowed the man to forget, or at least not to remember Joseph for a space of two years until everything was right. May God help us not to fight against his will, but to discern his will and to embrace it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay.